Hey there Keto fam, my name is Keto Christina and this is the Keto 360 podcast. To date I have lost over 100 pounds on the ketogenic diet and I want to bring my knowledge and experience of how life-changing this way of eating is to you. Each week we will discuss all things keto as well as health and lifestyle topics or anything that I believe can help you on your journey. So please join me by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review on iTunes. Let's get the show started. for another episode of the Keto 360 podcast. I want to say thank you all to your fantastic feedback for the last few episodes. This is really an exciting project for me and I just love being able to talk to you guys on another platform and for you to be able to bring that platform around in a much more mobile and accessible way. It's a really exciting project and I'm so happy to be able to bring it to you. So this week's episode is about my plateau and if you've been watching me on YouTube for a very long time or even a short time you might have stumbled across my videos where I explain about my current weight loss plateau. So I started keto in February 2016 and within the first year and a half I had lost 105 pounds and then the weight loss stopped. And since then, for another year, I have been at around the same weight, between 72 to 75 to 77 kilos. It fluctuates. And today I'm going to talk about my plan for busting through this plateau based on what I have learned researching it and also what I learned from Dr. Jeff Gerber during the KetoFest talk. But first I'm going to introduce a new segment and I'm calling this comment of the week. And what I'm going to be doing is taking a comment from one of the social media platforms that I am a part of. So Instagram, YouTube or Facebook. And I'm just going to talk about the comment. So this week's comment of the week comes from Eva Mays. The first step was the hardest. I almost cried when I saw the empty shelves and the big bag of garbage I had to donate away. But I was also shocked at the amount of food that had carbs in it. It's no wonder the weight wouldn't go away. Now I Google every food to check if it is keto friendly before I buy it. I love your videos. It gives me motivation to continue this journey. Thanks so much. Well, thank you, Eva, for leaving the comment. It's actually very apt because this week I fell into the same trap myself. I occasionally have 90 second bread and when I was back in Ireland the last time I bought baking powder that I have seen used since I was a child. My grandmother used it, my mum used it so I just bought it and I never looked at the label. So I had made a portion of 90 second bread and after I ate it I had digestive issues for hours and hours and I couldn't understand what the problem was because I'd been able to eat 90 second bread before with no problem at all. And it was only when I saw somebody had posted a picture of um, baking powder from Dr. Oatker and it actually had maize starch inside it. And it prompted me to get up and go and look at my own baking powder to see if there was maize starch in it. But when I looked at it, to my horror, there was wheat flour in the baking powder. And I couldn't believe it. I had fallen for such an 
easy mistake that we all make. I would have thought that after two and a half years, I would be so used to looking at nutrition labels that this kind of issue, this kind of um, mistake, I wouldn't make so easily. But it just goes to show you that even after two and a half years, you still have to check every single label. I cannot take anything for granted. Learning about keto-friendly foods is really important, but also making sure that if you're buying something that's not in your usual shopping list, that you check out the label. Okay, so on to the main topic of the show, which is my plateau busting plan. It's a little bit complicated and I did debate whether to do a series of videos, one video, the podcast. So I'm actually going to do all of them because I don't think it's possible for me to explain in one go what I'm doing. And the reason for that is because it's taking a little bit of a mathematical formula. So Dr. Jeff Gerber did a talk on the Science Sunday at KetoFest about why we plateau. And it came down to the amount of calories that we eat and the fact that the amount of calories that we eat from fat and the amount of calories that we eat from carbs have different hormonal reactions. So it made me look at what I had been doing. So I have been trying, and I'm using air quotes here because I know you can't see me. I've been trying to break through the plateau for about a year but actually in reality I probably haven't because I think that what happened to me was that I hit a kind of a mental plateau which is different right to a physical plateau I think I hit both probably at the same time which is why it's contributed to me taking so long to actually do something to change this so I think I got tired of tracking I got tired of looking into every meal in my new detail I got tired of remembering to put into my fitness pal every single thing that I ate and I think I needed that break I think I needed that mental break to just eat what I wanted when I wanted and yes it has led to me maintaining but I've learned to maintain this we gotta look at the silver lining here I have learned how to maintain my weight I have learned how to eat in a way that keeps me healthy but obviously still being 10 kilograms overweight 22 to 25 pounds overweight I'm still not at an ideal body weight and I know ideal body weight is subjective and you know the the ratio of my fat to muscle is more important plus the bone density but I physically have fat excess fat under my skin around my body so I know that I need to reduce the percentage of body fat that I have which is about 28% at the moment so I need to get it down to about 25% so there's a couple of strategies that I'm incorporating first of all I am tracking every morsel that that passes my lips I am taking my fasting blood glucose every morning and I am testing my blood ketones every morning and the reason that I'm doing this is because I want to see what effect the food that I am eating has on both because I could have an underlying dairy intolerance that is contributing to the the plateau I could have um, a lower threshold for carbs now that I need to reduce so I'm also switching to total carbs because I suspect that the net carbs are too high because 20 grams of net carbs can be 30 40 50 grams of total carbs so I want to see if switching to net carbs is going to help me out here I'm also making sure that the ratio of calories from carbs is lower so if I have a certain amount of calories a day, so I, I am giving myself between 13 to 1500 calories a day. 
And if I get to 1300 calories and I have still got room left to eat and I'm hungry, if I eat calories from carbs, I'm not going to be as satisfied than if I eat calories from fat. Now, I can't eat as much because there's more calories in the fat, but it's going to be far more satisfying. So in the first couple of days of the plateau busting plan, I had too many calories from carbs. So I went to bed still not quite satisfied in how much I had eaten that day. So the next day I had a bit more calories from fat instead and I had less from carbs and it definitely made a difference. I was far more satiated. And then I dropped uh, 1.5 kilograms, which is about two and three quarter pounds. This method was definitely working. Then I had a day where I didn't eat very much, but I had a huge amount of protein. So my protein was more or less 40% of my total daily calories. So the next day, my blood glucose was high, my ketones were low, and I had put back on a kilogram. And this is absolutely important information for me to know because I need to know how this food is affecting me. So this is what I'm doing. I'm looking at my total calories. I'm looking at my total calories from fat and from carbs. And I'm also checking my glucose and my ketones to see how the food is affecting me, to see if I can identify any potential foods that are causing me to plateau. So I will continue to document my progress, both here on the podcast and on YouTube. Um, It's very personal, like the keto journey, it's very personal. And I think if you are at a plateau, need to take the time to go through what you're eating how you're eating how much you're eating how many calories you're getting are you actually hungry and it really is a case of doing a huge amount of self-analysis on the diet and lifestyle to see where the potential causes of the plateau can be i know that's not an easy answer for anybody who is suffering from a plateau at the moment and is getting increasingly frustrated But I hope by the end of this process, I will be able to give you a much more comprehensive guide on how to bust past a plateau. Okay, so on to the next segment. I'm introducing what I am reading this week. And I think that this is a a nice segment to put at the end, just to kind of give you guys an idea of what I'm reading, why I'm reading it, and maybe give you some ideas for those holiday reads or something you might be interested in. So this week I'm reading Supercoach by Michael Neal. And Michael Neal is probably one of the most famous success coaches in the world. He's a life coach, a corporate coach, basically an all-round super coach. The book is really interesting and I'm loving the exercises. Um, one especially that I really enjoyed doing was identifying on a list what energizes me and what drains me. And I was really surprised so you guys know that I do this full time. I do YouTube and I do the, the podcast now and also the social media. And that creative part of it is something that I really love. But editing the videos and editing the podcast and also doing the business part of it. So, you know, you got to do tax returns, you got to do VAT returns and you got to do all of that. And that part actually drains me. So I know that if I get to the stage where I'm actually making enough money to be able to hire an accountant, I should do that so that I don't have to do it. Because that part of the the energy drain makes the part that I like to do, the part that I enjoy to do, it kind of 
dampens it down a little bit and I'm not getting the full enjoyment out of what I do. So that's really interesting. And, and it's really interesting to know that some things like cooking drain me of energy because it's not something I'm good at. It takes a huge amount of effort for me and I have to put too much thought into it. Whereas somebody like Fabio, if you see any of the videos where he's cooked, he's just taking things and he's throwing them in and he's in the moment and he's fully absorbed and he loves it. And it's just amazing to me to see the difference in personalities and what is a drain for somebody is an energizer for somebody else. So that's been super interesting. So that's it for this episode. If you have any feedback at all, if you like the two new segments, the comment of the week, what I'm reading this week, if you enjoyed that, please do let me know. If there's anything you'd like me to talk about, do send me an email, christina at ketochristina.com. You've been listening to the Keto 360 podcast. You can support me by visiting Patreon and joining the community there. If you would rather just buy me a coffee, I'll leave the link below. Thank you very much for listening and don't forget to subscribe and leave a nice review for us on iTunes.